888-835-2414. This is Blogging with Leslie. Welcome to another episode of Blogging with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Summer from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 325, we're going to be talking about how to create a blogging sales funnel to increase your revenue. Let me ask you this. Are you struggling to get your blog visitors to buy your stuff? Do you want to discover tried and true ways to create effective sales funnels? Well, I'm going to share how you can use your blog and email list to turn visitors into paying customers on autopilot. And quite frankly, whether or not you have a product or service to sell, you're going to find that you're going to get some tips that can help you to nurture a much deeper relationship with your visitors and email subscribers so that if you, when you have something to offer in the future, they'll be ready to buy your stuff. By the end of this episode, you're going to be empowered to create the right blogging sales funnel for your blog so that you can start selling stuff immediately. So blogging sales funnels, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today. What is up? What is up? I hope you are having a fantastic week. It is a great day to be alive. And I am so excited. I just came back from San Diego, California from by at Social Media Marketing World. Had a great time out there. And I actually did a talk, and you wouldn't imagine what the talk is, what, what the topic of the talk was. It was how to create a blogging sales funnel to increase your revenue. Yep, yep, it is what we are talking about in this podcast episode. And, you know, it went over well. It went over so well that I thought, you know what, this is something that you, the listener of Blogging with Leslie, can benefit from. So I wanted to bring it to you, even though you weren't at social media marketing world. So that's what we're going to do. I'm, I'm just basically going to walk you through my presentation. Not, uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm just going to share the content with you. I hope that's okay. That, that It's going to be okay. All right? It is okay. My voice is not 100%. But you know what? You're just going to have to deal with it. So this is what we're going to be talking about today. First, we're going to get into why you need to create sales funnels. Uh, then how to approach this process of creating your sales funnels. And then we're going to look into three specific sales funnels that you can create now. You with me with that? Okay, so let's talk about why. Well, even before why, what is a sales funnel? A sales funnel is basically... A process where you take people from, you know, uh, from a casual visitor to becoming a lead. They've signed up for your email list. Uh, then eventually they, you know, they visit your sales page and they become a prospect. Some of them are going to decide to buy and uh, become customers. And some of those customers are going to love your stuff so much that they're going to become repeat customers. And this journey is what you're taking them on in a sales funnel. Now, you can picture this as a funnel, literally a funnel, where it's wider at the top, and as you get down lower in the funnel, it becomes narrower. That's what we're looking at. You're going to have more people that are going to become leads than people that are going to come 
prospects. And only some of those people are going to become customers. Some of those are going to become repeat customers and all that stuff. And the way you take them down this journey, down this funnel, is through relationship and value. It's by providing them value and nurturing that relationship that's going to get them to consider what you have to offer, to, to, to decide to buy because, you know what, they're getting so much value from you and they trust you. They know, like, and trust you now. They're going to be more likely to buy. This is a blogging sales funnel. Another way to look at this is not from lead to repeat customer, but from awareness to advocacy. So in, in the beginning, you're creating content. And as you, you create content, you put it out there. Hopefully, people become aware of who you are and what you do. Um, but you continue doing this. You continue providing value and they become familiar with you. And eventually, they get exposed to your offer and they move to the consideration phase. And from there, some of them are going to move to the purchase phase and then ultimately some of those people that buy from you are going to become loyal to you because they've gotten so much value from you on this journey so far that they become loyal to you and what you stand for and the pinnacle <laughs> of all of this is they they not only become loyal to you but now they become advocates for your cause they are have moved on to the stage of advocacy and once again, in order to get them from awareness to advocacy, you have to start with relationship and value. Now, in my presentation, I wish you were there to see this part because to illustrate the importance of establishing a relationship first, what I did was <laughs> I, I had a demonstration where I ended up proposing to someone Right there at the session. Yes, me, a married man, I proposed to someone during my presentation. It didn't go over very well, but it illustrated the point perfectly. <laughs> and if you want to check that out, come to the show notes for this episode because I did get a video of that. Uh, and I, I guarantee you're at least going to laugh. So come to becomeablogger.com slash three, two, five, and watch that video. It's, it's going to be pretty awesome. Okay, so what I'm going to be doing here is, uh, well, let me, let me illustrate this even further. Let's say you have 1,000 people that sign up to your email list, okay? 1,000 people sign up to your email list, whether it's over a month or whether it's over five months, whether it's over a year, whatever the case may be, whether it's over a day. You have a 1,000 people sign up to your email list, and let's say you have a 5% conversion on your offer. So 50 people buy your offer. You have a product for sale, and it costs $47, and you get a 5% conversion for, on that $47 sale. And let's say of, the, uh, of those people, 10 buy the $197 product you have. So you have two products. One is at a low price offer. One is a little higher, $197. If that happens, so a 5% conversion on the 47 and a 1% conversion on the $197 product, all of a sudden you've made $4,320 from that 1,000 subscribers. Now let me ask you this. Does a 5% conversion sound ridiculous or a 1% conversion that doesn't sound too too difficult right and if you can achieve that all of a sudden 
you've made $4,320. In other words, each subscriber, each of those 1,000 subscribers are worth $4.32. Now, that is where you want to be. You want to reach to a point where you can calculate the value of your subscribers because that's going to empower you to do all kinds of other stuff. You'll be able to say, you know what, I could spend $4.31 on Facebook ads and turn a profit. Now, it'll be a small profit, <laughs> but you could spend $4.32 to get a subscriber and you wouldn't lose any money. You would actually make some money. So... That's the concept. We want to we be able to create this sales funnel so that ultimately we can determine the, the value of our subscribers and we can build our business on autopilot, all of that good stuff. But here's how I want you to approach this. Because what I'm going to do today in this episode is I'm going to share three very specific sales funnels, three blogging sales funnels. Uh, and it's going to be one from one of my clients, one from one of my mentors, and one from my business. But I don't want you to leave this episode and say, all right, sweet, I'm going to be creating three sales funnels and just dive right in. No, 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 no. I don't want you to do that. What I want you to do is I want you to choose one, one that you resonate with the most or one that seems easiest for you to get started with and just go all in on that. I want you to, to, to choose that one. I want you to customize it to your business. I want you to refine it over time. I want you to perfect that. And once you've perfected that funnel, then you can repeat. Choose another one. Customize it to your business. Refine it. Perfect it. And then you can repeat again. So that is going to be your approach. That is what I'm hoping for you. Don't get super overwhelmed or anything of that sort. Choose one and then go through this process. Now, before you create a sales funnel, there's something that, that's very important that you have to do. And I feel like this is something that I come back to every single time I talk about, you know, <laughs> anything to do with your business. This is, this is what I want you to do. I want you to answer these questions. Number one, who is your perfect customer? Like, who is that person? What does he or she look like? What does he or she do? Um, how old is he or she? Um, what are his or her goals? That's another question. What are his or her struggles? That's another question you can answer. And what kind of content are they searching for? This is going to be crucial because... As you create the content for your sales funnel, you want to be making sure you want to make sure that you are creating the right kind of content to attract the right kind of person. Does that make sense? Of course it makes sense. All right? You want to understand who that person is, what his or her goals are, what are his or her struggles, and of course this is related to the whatever it is you have to offer, and what content are they searching for? Once you've answered these questions, now what, what are you going to do? That You're going to create the kind of content that is you know, perfect for your ideal customer. You're going to be doing that consistently because the more you show up, the more likely they're going to be aware of who you are and, 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 and all that stuff. And, and this is content not just on your blog, but what you're doing on social media. Let's say you've decided, hey, I'm going to focus on Instagram or I'm going to focus on Facebook or I'm going to focus on Pinterest. You want to make sure to be consistent on those platforms. And then 
you're going to make sure to include calls to action in your content. Where do they where should they go next? Now that they've consumed that content, wh what is the path of least resistance? And you want to send them there to that place to get onto your email list by getting some free resource. Now, let's let's dive into this. Now, I, I, what I want to do this is a little different from podcast episodes that I've done before. I just want to give you three very specific examples of email funnels that you cre can create, plug and play kind of uh, a plug and play kind of a situation where you can take one of these funnels and just as I said before, customize it to your business. And those funnels are number one, Kim's relationship building funnel. Now, Kim is one of my clients, and I'll talk to you a little more about her in a little bit. Then Yarrow's two week email sequence and Yarrow is one of my mentors um, and I'll talk to you about him in a little bit and lastly we're going to talk about my webinar funnel this is a funnel that I've used numerous times to sell stuff and it works very well so we're going to go through these three funnels and once again your goal is to choose one customize it to your business refine it perfect it and then you can move on to the next one so let's start with funnel Number one, Kim's relationship building funnel. Now, this funnel, well, first of all, let me tell you about Kim. Kim is awesome. Uh, she, she was one of my clients, and, and, and she has a blog that is called Not Consumed. Now, I've interviewed her on the podcast before, uh, but it's basically a blog that fo focuses on homeschooling mothers. Uh, it's, it comes from a Christian perspective. But she has a bunch of ebooks and printables and resources that she has created that she sells from her site for the Christian homeschooling mother. So in order to sell her stuff, she knew that email was going to be a big part of it, and she created her funnel. Now, here's the let me tell you a little bit about her funnel. Her funnel is a six-day email funnel, uh, and it is extremely powerful for connecting with subscribers. I don't know anyone that does this better than Kim. Kim focuses on connection and relationship, and she does a great job at it. Now, this funnel is going to work whether or not you have something to sell. Uh, because what is very, very interesting about her funnel is that she never hard sells via email. And that goes contrary to what a lot of people teach when it comes to email marketing. But she doesn't sell. She's very protective of her audience, of her subscribers, and never does a hard sell. But she comes at it from a slightly different perspective. And I want to share that with you. So. Her funnel starts off with uh, one of three lead magnets. So she has three categories that she addresses on her blog, and she created three lead magnets for those categories. Um, so she has a family and faith lead magnet, uh, a homeschooling lead magnet, and a uh, Christian holidays lead magnet. And these are all printables. Her audience, she knows her audience, and they love these printables where they can um, download these resources and print them out and then use them in their homeschooling or in, in, for, for um, discipling their family and all those kinds of things. So it starts with a lead magnet, and you could choose one of these three. 
And then there are four emails in this sequence. And these four emails are relatively simple. First one, she gives the gift. The second one, she shares her story. The third one, she gives a reminder about the gift and a gift card. And the fourth one, the struggle. Now, we're going to go through a number of emails in this podcast episode, and I'm going to explain the elements of these emails. But if uh, you don't have to write all of this down because the show notes for this episode are very detailed. Becomeablogger.com slash 325. If you go there, you're going to be able to see an outline of all of this content. All right? So don't worry about taking notes unless you, you're sitting down and you really want to take notes because that helps you to learn. Um, I've done that for you. Okay? Let's go into the first of four emails. Email number one. They have just signed up for their free gift, and the subject line says, here's your whatever it is, the free gift that they signed up for. Um, so here's your free gift. Now, in this email, here's what she does. First, she thanks them. Now, Kim is very personable. And, you know, she's really good at writing in a way that connects with her audience. So she basically tells them, thank you so much for signing up for this um, homeschool printable pack that you've signed up for. Um, I've, I'm always looking for ways to help you in your homeschooling or with whatever that thing that they signed up for. And this free gift, this lead magnet will help you do just that. So she thanks them. She, 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 she tells them that she's always wanting to serve them. And this thing that she's giving them is to help her do just that. Then she says, I want to honor the time that you have given me. So please take three minutes to watch this video below to tell you what not consumed is all about. Now, you don't have to have a video in your email, but she decided to create a video where she is sharing what, like the why behind what she does and what not consumed her blog is all about. After setting that foundation, she says, now on to the freebie. She links to the freebie. They can go ahead and download that freebie. And then after linking to the freebie, she gives them uh, an FAQ help page just in case they have trouble downloading that freebie. And on that page, she's basically showing them how to do it, how to open it, how to use it, all that good stuff. Now, this is way more elaborate than what I do when someone signs up for my free stuff. When someone signs up for my free stuff, I'm like, yo, you sign up for this free stuff? Here it is. Click here to download. I keep it very simple because I want to make it very focused on them getting that thing that they signed up, whether it's my blog, content calendar, spreadsheet, or anything else. But what Kim does here I think is awesome because she tries to connect with them from the very beginning. She talks about how much she wants to help them. She shares with them the mission and the vision behind her blog and why she created it, why she created it for them. And then she, she tells them, I want to honor the time that you've given me. Then she has, she has them watch that video and they can get access to the freebie. And just in case they're having problems, she serves them by showing them how to deal with whatever problem they're dealing with in downloading that freebie. I love this email. I love it. I think it's great. So that's the first email. The second email 
is where she shares her story. And the subject line here, it says, in case we haven't met. Now, this is, this is, I, I, I really love this because what she does is she shares who she is. Well, actually, she shares who they are. She talks about her and her family. She literally has pictures of the different, um, the different people in her family, pictures of her kids, and she tells them a little bit about her. Um, but she emphasizes a few things. She says, I am just like you. Sometimes you, you have the tendency to think that a blogging mom is perfect. But the purpose of this email is to let you know that you and I are a lot alike. And that language there is so key to what she does. She gets vulnerable with them and shares, you know, the struggles that she's had and all that good stuff. And then at the end, she does something that, I, that just blows me away. She says, okay, it's your turn. Just reply to this email and tell me your story. Now, what's fascinating about this is that she gets an 85% response rate. Because people read her entire story and connect with it, they are more likely to respond and share a little bit about themselves. Now, what this does is not just gets them to connect at a deeper level, but it also says to their email inbox that this is a valuable email. This is not junk because if it were junk, they wouldn't take the time to actually respond. So by getting this early response, and this is something that I've started doing with my, with my um, email list now, by getting that early response, the people that reply are way more likely to get the stuff that she sends directly into their inbox as opposed to be marking as mar- uh, the, the, uh, Gmail marking it as spam or something of that sort. So email two, she shares her story. She gets vulnerable. And then she asks them to hit reply and share their story as well. She gets an 85% response rate, and that is powerful for connecting, but it also helps with getting your email to the person and not to spam. All right, let's move on to email number three. Email number three is very simple. It's a reminder of the thing that they actually signed up for. And the subject line goes like this. Did you get the free gift you requested, whatever that free gift is? Um, and she basically says this. If you haven't had a chance, here you go. Now, what's surprising uh, is she said 50% of the time, the answer is they actually didn't get it or they had some trouble downloading it. Even though she you know, links to it very clearly in the first one, some people either forget or they get distracted or they have some issues even though the FAQ is there. So this reminder, actu- she gets a lot of people replying and saying, oh, thank you so much. I signed up. I was in a rush and I didn't get access to it. Now I was able to get it. I think that's, that's very cool. Um, and then she says, by the way, did you know that I have two other lead magnets available. She doesn't say lead magnets, but she says these two other resources available. Go ahead and check them out. So if they're interested in some of the other stuff that she has, they can go ahead and 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 download those lead magnets. And of course, depending on what they download, they get tagged appropriately so that she can see that this person is interested in homeschooling or in family discipleship or whatever the case might be. 
There's one more thing she does in this email that you're going to learn something from. I mean, not that you didn't learn anything up to this point, but you're going to learn something right now. Be prepared for it. She says, one more thing. Just to thank you for subscribing, here's a $5 gift card that you can use for anything in the store. Now, here's the amazing part. By doing this, she actually she actually gets a 30% conversion. 30% of the people that open that email takes that gift card and actually uses it. Now, here's the key thing. The gift card, the, the gift card is nothing more than a coupon code. But in the past, she used to say coupon, and her conversion was way lower. Because when you say, this is what I'm assuming, when you say coupon, it sounds like you're trying to sell them something. And some people get turned off by that. But when you say a gift card, it sounds like they won something. <laughs> it, so, it sounds like a prize. And the difference is nothing besides the wording and the psychology behind it. I love this because I usually say use this coupon code. But what if I change the wording to here's a gift card that you can use towards your membership in the coaching club? That is way more powerful and way more effective for her. It converts at 30%. You remember when I was talking about that 5% number and the 1% number? Well, this is 30%. <laughs> that's huge. How can you implement that in your business? So that's email number three. Let's move on to email number four. In email number four, she talks about the struggle. And the subject line is the most important thing I want you to know. In this email, she kind of gets into, once again, the nuts and bolts of who she is and what her blog is all about. Um, and she talks about uh, the dream of living life freely and, and not feeling constantly consumed. Um, she appeals to their emotions and, and focuses on their struggles. And she basically says, you know, she talks about some of the struggles that she knows her subscribers face and she says, by now you've already pegged one or two struggles in your heart, and I want to walk alongside you. Once again, she asks them to reply and share what their struggle is. And in her PS, she says, the rest of the story of how I became not consumed is available in an article on her blog, and she links to that article. So what's cool about this is the email focuses on their struggle, and then she links to an article that focuses on her struggle. And I think that's such a powerful thing. This is the end of her email sequence. As I mentioned, there's no hard sell here. It's all about nurturing relationships. The only promotion in here is linking to a gift card, not linking, but providing them with a quote-unquote gift card that they can use towards their purchase of anything in her store, and that's it. Now, what is really cool about this is that because of how she does this, her audience connects with her very deeply. Uh, she got a testimonial from one, one of the things she does do is uh, send out e-blasts. So these are the only promotional emails that are sent, like blatantly promotional emails that are sent to her email list. And these are companies that pay to 
to have their content sent to her email list. And here's what this testimonial said from the person that books the e-blast for her. He says, we often don't get much feedback from advertisers to our e-blast, but I wanted, you to, I wanted to let you know that your audience really, really, really responded to the recent Cancer Treatments of America e-blast. To start, 16% of those who opened the blast clicked. That in itself is a good indicator of an audience of audience interest. But what the client was not prepared for was the overwhelming offer conversion. 36% of those who clicked filled out the offer. That's almost double their best response. I wanted to tell you because you are understandably protective of your audience slash family. And this seems to indicate and this seems to indicate you brought them in for info that is very valuable to them. So because she has such a tight connection with her email list and always providing them with value, nurturing that relationship, the, the conversion rate was double the best response. That's huge. All right, let's jump into funnel number two. This is Yarrow's two-week email sequence. Now, if you don't know Yarrow Starak, he blogs at entrepreneurs Journey dot com entrepreneurs hyphen journey dot com and he was the person that actually got me into blogging back in 2008 now he has a, a number of, of products that he sells and he created a two-week email sequence that is gonna be you know you're gonna notice that it's more promotional than kim's or de definitely way more promotional than kim's um, but it also involves some very important elements that helps your audience to know like and trust you connect with you at a deeper level and then makes them more likely to to make a sale so let's go into let's go into those emails this is a two-week email sequence, all right? And in this two-week email sequence, each week, so on week one, you get four emails. On week two, you get four emails. Let's go into those emails. The first one is your life story. Now, in this email, what Yarrow does is he shares his background, and, and he talks about you know his journey of starting a blog and and, and starting to create content and building his platform online. Now, in this email, you share your background, but the background must relate to the problem that you are helping your audience solve. If you have a product to sell, that product should be solving a problem. You want to share your background, but not just all of your background. You want to share the background that relates to the problem that you are helping them solve. Um, one thing that he focuses a lot on is the concept of the hero's journey. Now, if you don't know the concept of the hero's journey, it's a very popular format, uh, story format, where there is a, a, a person, a hero, the central character in whatever plot you are uh, uh, writing about, whatever story you are creating. And this character uh, is on a journey. This character is on a journey to accomplish something but he encounters a struggle and and seemingly insurmountable obstacles but eventually he keeps pushing through and becomes victorious at the end so he kind of follows that format that story format in a way that relates to the problem that his product or service that is um uh, is trying to solve it demonstrates his authority because he's learned lessons along the way it helps to build trust and rapport, 
and it leads directly into the next message. All right? So email number one. Before getting into, hey, I have this awesome product to sell, tell your story and how it relates to the problem you're solving. Keep the concepts of the hero's, hero's journey in mind. Just do a Google search for the hero's journey if you want to find out more about it. Um, uh, do it in a way that demonstrates your authority because of what you've learned in that process. That's going to help to build trust and rapport. And that's going to lead into email number two, which is the aha moment. All right. So email number two is the aha and in this email, you're going to be explaining your failures. And you're doing this to appeal to their emotions. Uh, did, you know, as I started to grow my blog, did I have some difficulties? Absolutely. Were there things that I tried but failed? Absolutely. Did I, did I throw away money on products and services that just didn't work for me? Absolutely. But then you detail your breakthrough. What breakthrough, what aha moment did you have that changed things for you? Were you, were you, you know, uh, do you have a, a health and fitness blog and were you unhealthy and unfit in the past? And did something happen in your life that was all of a sudden an aha moment that lead you to turn things around? Detail that breakthrough and translate that into your concept. Now, this is something interesting that Yarrow teaches that I really like. And it says to give your system a name. Name your system. Just come up with a name that makes sense so that you can have something to identify as your system. Explain what it is, but don't go into the how as yet. All right. So you're explaining what your system is, but don't go into the how. We're going to get to that in the next email. You want to take it one step at a time. This email focuses on that breakthrough, that aha moment that you had. And of course, in this, you can now link to your product offer. You're not doing a big pitch or anything of that sort, but if you do have a course that's going to help them with that problem to, to experience that breakthrough in their life, you link to that in this second email. Email number three, the how-to. You've already explained your breakthrough moment after talking about your story. You've told them about your system. You've explained what it is. Now it's, it's time to explain how to do it. How do you implement that system that you've created? Now, keep in mind, this, this is not giving everything in one email or else it would be a ridiculously long email. This is kind of like an introductory lesson where you break down the steps. Now, the key thing is do it in a way that if they take action on these steps, it delivers a result. So, for example, if you're teaching people how to set up a blog, give them the steps to setting up a blog so that by the end of taking action to the, what you show them in this email, they have a blog set up. That is a result. Now, you can also use examples. And you can let them know, hey, if they want to take this to the next level, they can check out your product. So that's email number three. We have one more email in week number one, and that is a case study. In this email, you want to tell a story about, not about yourself. You've already told your life story. 
But is there someone else, a client, a customer, or somebody else that has implemented your method and had some success with it? If so, highlight that person in this email. What this does is it shows proof of your system. And of course, you can always connect that to your product. And if they want to check it out some more, they can go ahead and check that out. So that's week number one. You start with the life story. You tell them, you give them an aha moment, that time where you had a breakthrough. In email number three, you show them how to do the thing that you told them about in email number two. And in the last email for that week, you share a case study, a very specific case study that shows the success that someone had doing the thing that you are teaching. Now, what if you're just getting started and you don't have anyone that has gone through your product or your service? Well, can you, can you do like a beta test group and get some people to go through that system? Or can you look at someone that may not have gone through your course, but may have implemented the steps that you teach that have had some success with it? Share that. Let's jump into week number two. Week number two, this is when the magic happens. In week number two, email number five, which is now email number one of week number two, you're going to introduce them to a special offer. Now, this is going to be a, a week-long special. Um, you're going to give them a reason for this special offer. Maybe it's just that you know that when people take action soon after learning about something, they are more likely to be su uh, successful, and you want to motivate and inspire them and equip them to, to be successful, so you want to give them this special offer. Maybe that's the case. Give a reason for why you're doing this special offer, and you can give them the details about the product. What you know, what is the product all about? What will it help them to do? What will be the benefits? And then you're going to give them that special offer. It could be a discount. You can have a coupon or a special page that you send them to that's only going to be valid for that week. Now, at the end, I'm going to talk about some tools that you can use to make this happen. But in this email, email number five, you give a special offer. Now, what this is going to do is it's going to give a sense of urgency, all right? Because they know that if they wait for this week to be over, they're going to have to pay more if they want to come in in the future, all right? So this can be very effective. Email number six. This is where you're going to overcome rejections, okay? You want to address key rejections because not everybody's going to purchase your product. Some people are going to say, you know what? I don't want to buy this because. And what I want you to do is keep track of those types of things. Why are people not buying? Um, keep track of any questions that people may ask. Keep track of, you know, if someone asks for a refund, ask them why. Keep track of all of these details so that in this email, you can use you can overcome their rejections, and you're going to use an FAQ format. So, for example, this is the question that people ask. Here's my answer. This is another question that people may ask, and that's you know a key objection or a key rejection. Here is my response to that. This is going to help you to attract the right customer. So this is email number six, overcoming objections. Email number seven. This one now is going to be the, the product pitch. 
this is where you're actually going in depth into, you know, what is the product all about? What are the bonus? Well, the bonuses. How is the product delivered? Is it all video? Are there some MP3s, some downloads? Describe the delivery formats. If you have a money back guarantee, mention that guarantee and emphasize that they want to buy before the special ends. This is email number seven, which means we only have one more email to go. Email number eight. Have let, let them. Uh, no, this is the this is the 24 hour warning email. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I do promotions, I find that I get the most sales in the last 24 hours. In many cases, you know, if I've been doing a promotion for a week, in the last day I will double everything that I did all of the sales that came in over the previous six days. People wait until the last moment, moment for whatever reason. <laughs> so you want to, this email is going to be very important. It's a 24-hour warning email. Keep it short and simple. Briefly mention the product benefits and emphasize the fact that this is the last chance to get access to it. That's it. These are the eight emails, four in week one, four in week two. And by having this email that goes through this sequence from your story to your uh, aha moment to giving them the how-to and a case study, and then in the second week, the special offer, overcoming their rejections, an in-depth product pitch, and the 24-hour remaining um, last warning, you're going to notice an increase in sales. So that is Yarrow's two-week email sequence. And lastly, we're going to go into my webinar funnel. Now, this, this funnel is something that is near and dear to my heart because this funnel, this very specific funnel, is responsible for most of the sales that I've ever made. Now, I've tweaked it over time, and, you know, it's become more effective recently. Um, and I want to share that funnel with you. Now, here's here's the cool thing about this. This is an 8 to 14 day funnel, depending on how you structure it. Um, it combines a webinar and an email funnel. And I, I kind of see it as like sales funnel speed dating. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Because on a web a webinar does something um, that I love. It 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 allows you to provide a tremendous amount of value in a short period of time. So you're accelerating the no like trust factor. And that works very well for me. And I've seen it work very well for my clients in the past. It just works well. Now, in this sequence, you're going to have a series of three pre-webinar emails. So before the webinar. And then a series of five post-webinar emails. So once the webinar is done, you have these five emails that go out. Let's, let's talk about these emails. The first one, the first pre-webinar email is actually very simple. It's just, thank you so much for registering. Here are the details of what you registered for. We're doing this webinar on whatever the case might be. It's on this day at this time. See you soon. It's that simple. It's a registration email. That's email number one. 
Email number two. Oh, man, I love email number two. Email number two, the subject line is before we get started. Now, this for me is where, where I get personal. All right? This is where I get personal. And, and <laughs> I share my why. Why do I do what I do. Now I want to read some of this email for you because I think it's it's that important to understand. Um so I did an affiliate webinar recently with Kim actually and she promoted it to her audience and this is how the email went. Before we get started, this is the subject line and then I say, "Hey, first name, my good friend and star client Kim Sorges is the one who introduced us. She thought that we should connect because of what I teach, how to build a business from home using a blog." We're going to get into all of that. But before we do that, I want to share a little of my heart with you, if you don't mind. Ready for it? Okay. Here's my heart. And then I show a picture of my family and I. We're just laying down on the bed. Um, and it, it's, a, it's, a, a, it's a cool picture. And then I say, there you have it. That's my heart. That's my family. It's not a fancy pic captured on an expensive DSLR where we're all made up. We're simply laying in our bed smiling. They are the reasons why I do what I do today. You see, a few years ago, I was a university professor who was working on a PhD and running my business on the side. I was the sole income provider. When we had our son, I had a strange feeling. I felt like my wife was a single mother. I was so busy with everything that I hardly had any time to be with my family, and I hated that feeling. I'll share more about that story on the live training this Thursday. My wife and I made a very difficult decision. I was to leave my secure job so that I could work from home and spend some more time with my family. And I was able to do this because of my blog. It was one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do. But today, three years later, I can say that I wouldn't change it for the world. I'm able to take care of my family financially without being able, while being able to spend a lot more time with the people who mean the most to me. On Thursday during the live training, I will share the exact steps I took to make this a reality. I hope to see you there. Leslie. P.S. Okay, okay, I shared some of myself with you. I'd love to know more about you. Do me a favor. Hit the reply button and tell me a little bit about yourself. Now, do you see what I did there? I shared my story. I got very personal. I shared my why. And then I asked them to reply. This is, uh, I'm not going to lie. I stole this from Kim, my client, right? <laughs> and, and when I did this, oh, my word, the number of responses I got were overwhelming. It took me a few days just to respond to them all. But they connected with me at a deeper level. So that's email number two. Email number three is, once again, very, very simple. Uh, it's just a reminder. It's just, hey. Uh, just a reminder, the webinar is happening tomorrow or today. Uh, it's happening at this time. Hope to see you there. And then it has a link to the webinar. Then the webinar happens. And the key thing with the webinar is provide a ton of value. Make it as actionable as humanly possible. And then once you've done that, uh, usually on the webinar, you'll make a special offer. Uh, and then you can follow up with emails. So let's go to the emails that we're going to be talking about. Email number four. 
Replay Plus special offer. In this email, I thank them for joining the webinar. Or if they didn't join the webinar, I thank them for signing up and say, hey, I saw you missed the webinar. But here's the replay link. I give them the replay link. And then I said, on the webinar, I made a special offer. Here are the details of the offer. And here's when the offer is over. This is the deadline. You have that sense of urgency. They get some value because they have the replay. And now they know about this special offer. Let's go to email number six. Email number six. Questions plus one day remaining. So in this one, it's similar to Yarrow's overcoming rejections uh, email where I basically go through two questions. You could do two or three questions and answers, frequently asked questions, where you, the, your goal is to overcome those objections. And then you emphasize the fact that there are 24 hours remaining in this special offer. Now, remember what I said about the last 24 hours. These last 24 hours are crucial. And it's important to send out this email and the next two emails in that time. And what I found is that with each email, I get a bump in sales. So let's go to email number seven. Email number seven is a quick reminder. Hey, you only have 12 hours remaining. Um, and what I do in this email is I emphasize one benefit. So I remember, for example, on one of these e in one of these emails, I emphasized the fact that we had a coaching call coming up on that Thursday. And if you were to sign up, you can join in on that coaching call and ask any questions that you have so that you can get answers directly from me. In other words, you don't have to guess. You don't have to wonder what to do. You can just ask and get answers. And then, of course, you link to that special offer. Email number eight. Last email says last chance. This one, I keep it very simple. I just let them know, hey, just wanted to remind you, this is your last chance. The, this offer ends in X amount of time. And that's pretty much it. Here's the link. You can go ahead and sign up. It's the shortest email in the entire sequence because it's just a quick reminder. Now, I want to talk about some of the tools that I use um, because those tools really help to increase conversions. Number one, for opt-in pages, there are two options that I generally recommend. So the, the pages that you use to give away your freebie. Um, I use Thrive Architect. It used to be called Thrive uh, Landing Pages, but now it's Thrive Architect that allows me to create really attractive and effective landing pages. You can also use Lead Pages. Now, Lead Pages is easier than Thrive Architect, easier to use, but you have to pay monthly for it. I think it starts at like 30 or 40 bucks a month um, and goes up to way more than that. Whereas Thrive Architect, you can buy it once for, I think it's $67 or somewhere around there. And that's it. I like not having a subscription. <laughs> so Thrive Architect is the one that I usually recommend. You're also going to need an email marketing service. Now, that should be obvious from everything that I've spoken about. Um, the one that I use is Drip, but... Quite frankly, whatever you're using should work. Uh, I like Drip. Um, there's, you know, there's ConvertKit, Active Campaigns. I think uh, these all do a great job, especially for funnels and segmentation and some of the advanced stuff that we didn't get into today. Um, but 
some other tools are the tools that I use to create that sense of urgency or to emphasize that sense of urgency. Number one is Motion Motion Mail. You can go to motionmailapp.com. And what that will allow you to do is to put a countdown timer in your email. It doesn't matter what email marketing service you're using. You get a code that you add to your email. And instead of saying, that this is over in 12 hours and, you know, they see it 12 hours later and, and they're complaining because, wait, you just told me it's over in 12 hours. What I do is I say it's over in and then I embed that graphic and it shows them exactly how much time is remaining as a countdown timer. Very, very, very effective. And lastly, Thrive Ultimatum is one that I just started using. Um, and Thrive Ultimatum, what it will do is it will allow you to create funnels on your blog. So you can have countdown timers. You can have it set so that if they click on a link, they go to the sales page. But if the time is over, they get redirected to another page that doesn't have the sale. Uh, and that is very, very effective um, for uh, the, the the that sense of urgency. Another option is deadline funnels, but once again, that's one that you know you have a monthly subscription to pay. But that's pretty much it. I want to remind you that you know we went through three different funnels here, and your goal is not to create all three funnels. Your goal is to choose one, customize it to your business, refine it, perfect it, and then repeat. So my question for you is, which one will you choose? Which one will you choose? Which one will you customize? Which one will you use in your business? To answer that question, head on over to becomeablogger.com slash 325. And of course, there you're going to get the notes for this episode. You're even going to get the slides and all that good jazz to help you to put this all into context and to make it happen. So I hope you got value from that. Becomeablogger.com slash 325. Hey, if you want to take your business to the next level, you want to check out my Become a Blogger Coaching Club. Head on over to bloggercoaching.com. And, you know, as a member, you get access to all my courses. But more than that, you get guidance. You have a question, you ask the question, you get an answer. Uh, and not just a, a written answer. I will record a video to show you how to do the thing that you are asking about. It's a great experience. So become a blogger. I mean, bloggercoaching.com. Go ahead and check that out. Now, if you don't have my spreadsheet, bloggingspreadsheet.com. It'll help you create your blog content calendar for the year. That's pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And until next time, take care and God bless.